Welcome to the sweetest little life where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach. And I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Today we are chatting with Marion Salon and she is a nurse gone fashion designer. She is chasing her dreams and the definition of boss babe. She lives in the Philippines and I love talking to people throughout the world. It's seriously one of my passions because one, we get to explore other cultures and I think that is so important in our journey. And two, this woman is a rock star. Like she decided that this wasn't for her. She got an injury and she went and did it. Like totally successful, has a team, is doing the thing. So I am just over the moon to talk to her today. We're going to kind of touch on a little bit of everything. So we're going to go over mindfulness. We're going to talk about some wellness tips and stressors and really how to shift your perception during this time. Get ready for some magic. Without further ado, let's welcome our guest. Our Moon Phase course is live. So excited. I have launched the Awaken Academy Goddesses and this is amazing. I hope you join our tribe. The first course that we released is for $99 at an introductory price. And what you're getting is all eight cycles and how to connect it to manifestation. So how to truly tap in to that cycle with the moon. Our bodies are over 70% water and the moon controls the tide. So why would you think it doesn't control your body if we're water like the ocean? Get ready to make magic with me. This is hands-on and I cannot wait to see you there. Head to the Awaken Academy on my Instagram page at The Sweetest Little Life. Hello, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Hi, Gartney, and hi to your audience. How is everyone out there? Thank we you are so this pumped you're here. Thank you so much. Same, and I'm really looking forward to for this, and I'm excited to be here. Yes. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey, what you do, where you're from, all the things? Sure. So let's dig deep into it. So my name is Marion Salon and I'm from the Philippines. And I am, of course, I'm a millennial as well. So um, by profession, I'm a nurse, a registered nurse, and I've been in I've been working as a nurse for four years and currently I quit nursing and I pivoted to um, a passion that I've always cultivated since I was a kid. So right now I am the founder and also creative director, a fashion designer and also a marketing analyst of my own fashion label and also fashion design agency. And we've been helping clients ever since whether it's in B2B or 
individual um, private clientele um, nationwide and also worldwide. So that's currently what I'm doing now. Ah, I love it. So what made you decide Thanks. to quit nursing? You just felt a calling inside that this wasn't what you were supposed to be doing? Um, with this one, it really was a process. It didn't come um, blue. So um, there were many considerations and also factors which drew me to end my my professional life as a healthcare giver. I have nothing against the the profession, of course. Um, what I love about it is actually the process is draining for me when it comes to helping um, the sick and the well. But apart from that, I get a lot as a result. It's the result that I really lavish when it comes to helping people and doing the work. So when you say what prompted me to quit nursing, um, it came from many areas. Ever since after graduation of uh, around four years ago, I've been always trying to have this 50-50 um, mindset wherein I can pursue it as a career or I can pursue my my inclination, which is um, being a creative and being in design and making something out of nothing. And so far, the... The weird thing about it was before my first um, thesis occurred in sometime in 2014, in this first quarter, I was in a national competition as a fashion designer in the Philippines and I got fifth place. So in a way, it was like I became anointed as a designer before I got my bachelor yet or bachelor's degree oh my gosh. in nursing. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that was a a time in my life wherein I was studying for a degree, and I'm also, in a way, being reintroduced again to what I've been doing since I was a child. So when I was 13, I joined this fashion design club, and that's the only design club I can find in our high school, and where I feel like I can really express myself further through through designing clothes. And then since after that, the club dissolved and I got reintroduced again to fashion when I was 19, having my first client for her debut gown um, as a way to celebrate her womanhood. So ever since then, it's been a mix of um, circumstances wherein it drove me. So what uh, really solidified my end to consider um, ending my career as a nurse is actually, I just have to say this in public, um, it's because of a back injury wherein I got it around 2018 working as a um, orthopedic surgical nurse full time. And then I was also a travel nurse by that time. And since then, the work has just become so grueling that my body cannot take it anymore. Yeah. And yeah, so I was in an MRI um, scanner and I was like thinking to myself, is this it? Am I happy? Have I done what I needed to do to, um, to pursue my dreams while also being practical at the same time? So that was uh, an eye-opener for me. So ever since then, I, I quit and really pursued the career that I wanted. Oh. 
Yes. And I feel like you just always <laughs> feel that calling, you know? So let's talk about the stressors of that because I know that when you are starting your own business and when you are branching off and taking that step, which I mean, during the pandemic, so many of us have got lost our jobs or had to really pivot in a way that was very unexpected and it's stressful. Like the bottom line is that it is stressful. And so there are ways that we can deal with stress in positive ways and in negative ways. And we have this beautiful thing called choice. So I would love for you to touch on just the wellness of stress and how we can turn this into a positive. So sure, no problem. Um, Every day we are bombarded with stressors. We have what you call positive and negative stressors. An example of a negative stressor is, of course, number one, currently is our pandemic that we are experiencing worldwide. Um, another um, negative stressor is, for example, when somebody dies that is close to you, that's one. A positive stressor is, for example, when a person gets married, although it may be bittersweet because they're ending their single life and opening to a new chapter or when somebody has a new baby, that is a positive stressor. So um, there are many ways in which a person can respond to stress and we all um, have different coping mechanisms for it. There's no one linear way to navigate stress. So it also depends on the circumstances of the person and um, how their outlook on life is. So yeah, that's what I can say for as an intro, of course, for stress. Yes, yes. So let's hop to the topics that we're going to discuss today, which I am so excited about. And I think the audience is going to get a ton of takeaways from this and learning from you. Um, so let's start out with mindfulness and how powerful this can be. Sure. So with mindfulness, um, it comes from uh, a way to reduce chronic stress. And in this case, um, it's part of the strategies that a person has to navigate for themselves. So with mindfulness, it comes also with other strategies, like for example, body awareness or relaxation training. And right now, yoga is very, very popular. And there are actually virtual yogas that occur because of the pandemic, another positive um, impact of um, that strategy. And then there's also what we have controlled breathing. And also, of course, the most famous meditation that I keep hearing by other freelancers as well who do it. And of course, guided imagery and as you said, mindfulness. So what about mindfulness that really um, piqued your interest about it? Well, mindfulness, I believe, is so important because it is, and you know, it's so funny. I actually just did a podcast similar to this topic, and we were talking about how <laughs> it comes from within. So it's not, I mean, everyone is trying to get this answer from outside of themselves when the answer is right inside all along. So it's really just being mindful of our bodies, being mindful of like what we can see, touch, feel. And I think that's so powerful in our day-to-day -day lives and in our businesses because when we are able to truly be in the moment or be on that phone call or be in the meeting or be with our client, we're not somewhere else checked out in our brain or we're not all scattered, 
we're able to truly operate at that 100%. And when we're checked out or we're stressed out or things just aren't going our way, our days get all frazzled. And you can have the most messed up day ever, but as long as you're remaining mindful and just right where you are at that time, I feel like that's when magic starts to flow. That's when connections start to happen. So I would love to dive a little bit deeper into that aspect of it. Definitely. So I agree with what you said, wherein um, there is this way that people look at mindfulness that may have come from an external point of view but most of it really is self-work wherein you have to look internally to of course get the effects of that strategy and with mindfulness um, there are many ways to do it so an example of this is of course the regular attention to being mindful of where you are at the present moment and not thinking of um, the past or what cause that stress or a future or possibly um, there's this ideation wherein you dread the future and you have so many thoughts about it and they still have not happened in real life but they are adding also to what we call your it's called a, a personal stress wherein it also adds more impact to how you think and another way to do mindfulness is through the awareness of, as you said, the present moment and just being accepting of where you are currently. Mm. And with that comes, of course, more healing and also more um, more self-care and also knowing what is happening at the current situation. And there's this idea that we also have to learn how to let go so that it will not give more, in this case, injury to what's already going on mentally. I absolutely love this phrase. Like when you are, when you have nothing, but feel like you have everything, that's when you have arrived. And that's so true. It's you know, we live in such a material world where it's stuff, right? Oh, if only I had that new purse, I would feel better. If only I had those new shoes, I would be, I would feel good inside. If only I had, you know, a new kitchen that was bigger or a bigger house or the nicer car. And it's like you, you say if only, and then you get that thing and then you still feel the same way inside. And it's like, when you get to that state of, And it's almost meditative. It's like, you know what? I could be flat broke or I could have $5 million and inside I have the same inner peace. And I feel like when you get to that, that's that level of joy that they talk about when it's the differentiation of happy and joy and state of joy where nothing truly is everything and you can live from that state of love. That is the abundance that we are all chasing, right? Definitely. Um, With this comes also how our society and also media perceives what success is. And Mm. actually, there's, there are many ways to define it. But since um, we have been ingrained on how to look at success in a physical or uh, a tangible way, um, it becomes an added pressure also to us. And sometimes we have to look really inward to see in ourselves, even if, for example, in this pandemic, wherein we are just um, 
in a way we're in a limbo we don't know what's going to happen in the future we are not even sure yet of um the future modalities that people are putting out there for us to really try so that we can um foster how we feel about wellness and still be present and also feel um committed and truly being yourself despite the negative things that goes around us yeah. um with that it's it's a hard line to to balance on but we have to be in a way it comes with how success is seen and also self assurance and also um perception within oneself oh yeah perception truly is everything Because I feel like we are, we stand in our way more than anyone else does. It really comes down to, I mean, all of us have a past. All of us have that future trip that happens that you were talking about. But when we're living in the past here, when we're beating ourselves up for something with the guilt and the shame (laughs) or the, oh, what if I would have done that? Like if we live in a what if state, like what a miserable space to be in, right? Like there's no healing that comes from living in that what if state. So we have to truly like retrain our subconscious and our conscious minds to reprogram and rethink what our day-to-day activities are. And for me, a morning routine is what changed that like hands down. (laughs) But it's also like being mindful of like what we're putting in our bodies. Like, are you going and eating McDonald's every day? Are you, you know, like it's paying attention to like how you're treating yourself and that self-care that you talked about because really it's all a huge circle that connects. So one thing goes to the next, you know, the stress, the mindfulness, the health, the wellness, the everything just flows together. And so it's really like when you start connecting one dot, it's going to lead to the next dot and all the pieces just beautifully make this perfect circle. Right. I agree. So um, with that, there's a lot of ways to really deal with wellness. Um, what I've actually, I just wanted to add, it, add this also into your um, podcast and for your audience. Um, since I, I am trained as a nurse and also um, I don't know with how people look at nurses, but for now they really are heroes as well um, as we speak. And actually there are many ways to become a hero too. And when I was a student, this is what I've kept in mind since since learning in university, wherein our professors would always teach us that being a nurse, it doesn't mean that you only cure for those who are sick, but also those people who you think doesn't look sick or act sick or who are sick, they are still considered your patients. Mm -hmm. So that was really profound when I heard that statement wherein nursing just doesn't happen only on hospitals, but also to anyone you really encounter. And of course, wellness is part of this. And with those uh, strategies that you mentioned, when, for example, the way you eat and how you cope with the world and how you do self-care, um, it's also a way to do and build resilience. And especially now, wherein we have to build that really um, uh, through our mindset as well. So it's also being about intentional of how we live, wherein in this case, we have to ask ourselves some questions to really hone our internal lives and how we deal with wellness and also health. So an example of this is, for example, asking yourself, 
as you stated before, self-care strategies like what's on your plate or what do you want to prioritize right now? What's really important? What are the things that you need to leave behind? Um, who are the people you have to delegate to? In, For example, if you're too busy and you can put that stress or um, task for another person to deal with and also being able to have time for yourself and um, being at that moment wherein you can just unplug and be quiet and at least take 10 minutes of your day so that you can be fulfilled and you can regroup and you can rethink what you're going to do next. And also, again, hobbies and also arts and music are really, I think they drive those people who are well right now, who are at their homes, stuck in their homes, and they have nowhere to go because, of course, it may be a mandate by law. Um, I think the arts is really doing its job right now to make people sane. Because if you don't have a video to watch, a podcast to listen, a lesson to hear from another um, uh, an expert, for example, it's really hard to cope up with a pandemic where there is no vaccine yet. And you also have no, um, uh, you, you don't have a release to do it to. So I really can also, we can consider um, the arts as heroes as well in this really terrible times. What do you think of that? Oh, I think absolutely. I, you know, it's so funny you said that because during the pandemic, I've made it a huge point because I am like such a masculine ball of energy. And I know people hear masculine. <laughs> let me break this down. People hear masculine and they think manly and that's not what it is. So we have masculine energy mm. and we have feminine energy and masculine energy for the audience is busy, right? It's like getting the work done. Um, it's like that go mode, right? Like you're constantly like in the fight or flight mode. You're getting it done. You're um, constantly moving. It's really busy. It's like a big load. So that's why they call it masculine. And femme energy is like still and soft and spiral movements and dance. And we have to have that yin and yang, right? Like we have to have that balance in our bodies in order for our energy to be balanced and in order to be operating at a high vibration. And so during the pandemic, I have made it a point to like crank up the music and dance and loosen <laughs> up my body and get uncomfortable. I'm not even kidding. I went to this full moon thing and I danced under the full moon. It was the most invigorating experience I've ever done oh, in wow. my entire life. I know it was amazing. And so I was, and this is something I would have never done before the pandemic, but it's like, I have forced myself through this to be like, you know what? I am going to do all these experiences. I am going to step into my truth. I am going to push myself to get outside my comfort zone and get uncomfortable because when we're uncomfortable, it pushes us to these amazing experiences that we might've never had. And I actually just had an author on a few weeks ago and she was talking about so her mother um lived to be oh my gosh in her late 90s and she was a rock star okay this woman was like playing in ball pits like she she was traveling she was zip lining at 93 she she was just in uh, what we all hope to be at that age right and she was saying that the one thing that her mom taught her was to like just give no fucks of what people think about you because 
when you're in that phase, we're always so worried, like, oh, someone's going to judge us or someone's going to think something bad about us. But like the one thing that people are thinking or is like, God, I wish I had the cur. I mean, they might talk crap because they're jealous because that's why people do that. That's the underlying subconscious <laughs> reason. But, you know, they're saying, man, I wish I had the courage to do that. I wish I could go, you know, go dance in the middle of the road because it's to just live like and I feel like when we can get to that state especially now and really enhance in the arts you know whether that's music whether that's sound therapy whether that's drawing painting whatever your jam is like that one activates our sacral chakra which is huge and gets blocked so easily and two we get to like explore who we are right we get to like get back to basics I, hands down, I agree with that. And when you when you talked about the podcast that you did with that um, 90 year old woman, I call her power woman, because you don't see that every day. And it takes a lot of courage and also um, really self reflection. And that inner peace that they are comfortable with themselves. And yeah, I really was ecstatic when I heard about that podcast. And I was like, my my jaw dropped hearing about her talk about about her mom and i'm like um if only women can also have that freedom wherein they can do that actually and just let it go and really express themselves on whatever medium they want to do it so yeah that re that really was uplifting to hear that she was able to do those things at that age and she wanted to write a book right and I was like what she has a book out and she wants to tell her story to the world and in a way it's like a precursor also uh like a primer before a pandemic hits yeah. um that should have already been something that you it shouldn't be a bucket list at all it's like it's a it's a lifestyle it's a way to live it and it's it's amazing to hear and Definitely, she has more stories to tell to her grandchildren and great-grandchildren oh. because she's done it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was just beside myself that whole, like, normally I never run out of words. And I was literally just like, wow, <laughs> like, I want to be her. You know, just, just no cares in the world. Like, and she was, I mean, I think one of my favorite things was when she would say that they would just go on trips and she had 10 kids. And I was like, my goodness, I can barely make it through Walmart with my three, like... <laughs> <laughs> so it's just I agree it's the per like in the same thing you were talking about in the beginning you know it really comes down to that perception and like how you see the world like that's your choice you get to choose that so if you want to see a gloom miserable sad space right now like you get to see that but if you want to see this as an opportunity to grow and work on your wellness and you have the time there's really no excuses right now because you have all the time in the world and you can start a new project you can get into the arts you can do whatever you want to do and it's like this huge blessing but you just have to shift your perspective amen to that um it's really shifting the perspective we're in you have to find sometimes you really have to dig deep within yourself to say i have um, it's also called boundary setting wherein you have to say no mm -hmm. or it's enough. I can't do it anymore. Um, um, there's a limit to to my um, abilities. There's a limit to um, what I'm trying to. I always believe this saying wherein you get what you tolerate. Mm. And that is really true. <laughs> That's really true. And um, 
I've had many um, circumstances wherein um, my fellow also fellow nurses who are in the field and sometimes they ask me because right now I'm already in the arts and I'm leaving that world behind. They ask me, how do I get out of this rut and how do I how do I look at way differently? How do I live a digital nomadic life or how do I get out of a nine to five? Um, a very restricted associations with how we see or how life is to be lived because of course we're trying to all pay, pay the bills. Um, what I give them is that phrase, you get what you tolerate. And if there's a time that you already say to yourself, I've had enough, or in this case, if there are phys physical manifestations wherein you already get sick because your mind or coping cannot take it anymore, wherein the, um, the uh, mental becomes physical in manifestation, I think that's a really great way to say, stop, we need to change things here. And that has been a revelation for me after I graduated wherein um, I have to unlearn what I learned in school yeah. to start a new chapter. Oh, I can imagine that would be quite the shift just in general to go from nursing to, because you really have to wear a certain <laughs> hat, as you know, mm. and to let that go. And I'm sure you still have that mother archetype instinct that all nurses have. Uh, with that i'm not sure right <laughs> i'm not um i'm not really the i cannot consider myself a motherly type but more like um how do you call that um i respond to situations wherein i need to use my knowledge my experience and also my um uh, judgment that uh there's a teaching that needs to be taught or there's something that I need to tell this person because it also affects them. It's more like being an advocate for health yeah. while not also being uh, too frenzied by it. Um, I walk the line. That's that's where I am. I love that. I walk the line. <laughs> it's a good spot to be. Okay, so where can the audience find you, connect with you? I know you are so great at getting back to everyone. Um, so if someone just wants to reach out and touch base with you, where is the best space to do that? And then we'll put everything on the show notes too. Sure. So um, with this one, of course, you can go to my website. It's Marion Salon, M-A-R-I-O-N-S-O-L-O-N.com. And you can also sign up for um, our emailing list there wherein we give something out monthly for free to um, anybody who encounters it and i'm active also in instagram um same name marin salon and we're also in twitter ms underscore fts is our username we're also in um telegram um just find it on our footer in our website but if that all fails of course um whatsapp is available but currently we're not on facebook so that's it beautiful okay well i will add all that in well, thank you so much for taking the time today. You are amazing. And I just love that you, what you're doing in this world. It's beautiful. So keep it up, girlfriend. <laughs> thank you also so much for this opportunity. And of course, for giving us Filipinos a platform to your audience and whoever will listen to it. And yeah, I'm forever grateful yes. to Courtney Hansen and team. You're so sweet. Okay, well, we will be in touch so soon.
Thank you. Thank you for this. Yes. Have a wonderful night. How incredible is this woman? Oh my gosh. Amazing. So I want to point out something. I know in the podcast, we always give you loads of information and I love that, right? I want you to walk away just feeling so inspired and like I can move mountains when you're done listening. But I also want you to put it to action, right? Because faith without works is dead. So let's just take one thing from today's episode and try it this week. Whether that's paying attention to what's going on around you and just being in the moment and not future tripping, not feeling guilty about the past, just being right here right now. And check in and tell me how you feel, you guys. If you could hit that subscribe and share button, sharing is caring and a great way to show some Christmas spirit and love. Also, if you guys could let me know what you think about this episode, I would love to hear what you love so I can give you more of it. Have a wonderful week, goddesses.